Mic check. Testing, out. one, two, three. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Check, check. We are live! Everybody! But we're also on tape. Deep. We are deep down in the bowels of Lazy Music. Episode 121 of Kamloops last week, the Christmas holiday special, Christopher Foles, a Magic and Mike, and a Billa. 21? 121? I don't got much. 121 is it's the uh, it's a palindromic number. Yep. So it's, it reads the same forward and back. And I think it's the seventh if you go from zero. So seventh one. Plus, the neat thing about 121 is that it's, I think, the first perfect square in which the, uh, not the first perfect square, but a perfect square where the square root of two prime numbers equal that number, 11 times 11. Was that what you were thinking too, Mike? Or were you thinking drinking age in the States? That's true. <laughs> 121, when Noah. Uh, yeah, actually, actually, 21 reminds me of when I went, when I was 19, to New Orleans and saw the greatest bands of my entire life uh, rocking out in these crappy little pubs uh, all on Bourbon Street. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first night, I didn't, I didn't go into any of the bars. I just stood outside watching in because it was 21, because we started off in Mississippi and went over. And then I was there and I saw a sign the second night that said, uh, legal drinking age is going to change from 17 to 21 in August, and it was July. Oh. And I was like, what? <laughs> and had had one of the greatest nights of my life watching uh, the greatest blues bands nice. um, all through every band. Every, every time I went to a different bar, it had a better band. Yeah. Well, you had the same kind of experience, but one more Nashville. But you did the blues thing, too, down south as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Went, 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 drove through, you know, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, The Delta Arkansas. Blues. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 went, and went to Beale Street in Memphis and hung out there twice. I've been there. And then uh, once in Nashville along Broadway. Which same thing you go to honky tonk after honky tonk and every band is so good. Yeah, and they play for music. They they don't they don't pay them at all. Did, so you go up there and request a song and give them five bucks. Did you uh, shop for boots while you're in Nashville on no, Broadway? No, but my wife bought herself <laughs> some cowboy boots right by the Johnny Cash Museum. The fanciest of boots. That's and, right. Yeah. And she bought her daughter some cowboy boots too. There. Yeah. There is a bar off of the uh, main street there. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a, like a little Irish pub. You go down an alley mm -hmm. and you go in and it's like in the basement. And it, it's I I partied with the uh, Eric Church group. I don't know. Uh, there, you like that's how, that's where I was. I was in Memphis to see Eric Church. He opened yep. up on Halloween a couple years ago. Dwight Yoakam opened up for him. Then I saw Eric Church open for uh, Kenny uh, Kenny Chesney in Atlanta at the big stadium. I'm really good friends with this guitar tech. So if you uh, go see Eric Church again, let me know. I'll hook you up. And oh, you liked Atlanta because you liked Arthur Blank because Arthur Blank owns the Falcons. And when I went to the Atlanta to see that big concert, and then we did our tour through the Deep South, the uh, they were building a new stadium for the football team, NFL Falcons there. So we were at one of the last concerts in the old stadium. They're going to yep. demolish it and build a build a parking lot. But we were in Seattle on the weekend. Me and Marty, when my brothers went to see oh, the yeah. Seahawks football game and and other places, and it's absolutely you, ridiculous. You'll remember you were there in a little bit. You 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 um, uh, you you cheated on the uh, CFL. I did, I did. But I tried I tried to stump you this morning I too. <laughs> 
15 to 20 dollar beers for a can of beer. Yeah. And we were just talking wow. about Arthur Blank, he owns the Falcons, and he brought in, when he opened his new stadium, five dollar beers, five dollar hot dogs. Just like Amar Doman, the owner of the Lions, he opened up three stands in uh, BC Place Stadium, five dollar beers. We went to Seattle this weekend and yeah. uh, I found out about the Fairweather Foldsies, mm -hmm. who wanted to lead the game after three quarters. And if it weren't for me, <laughs> we would have missed an amazing ending. <laughs> no, we I went, come back, we, I we go to get beers. To go to a good seat and we saw the best the, ending. A good seat, you were on the concourse. No, we were you wait, couldn't wait for me right to, to the, right to the end zone. It no, was great. I went to get beers in the third quarter. I came back. The Foldsies are gone. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting up in the nosebleeds, yeah. courageously braving through the rain. And where are they? And they're in the concourse. So I come down to the concourse and say, boys, let's not leave yet. No. And I say, and no, we're if not we leaving. had left, we would have missed an unbelievable finish. A good finish. Brother well, Daryl wanted yeah, to smoke. Yeah, I remember that Brother Daryl wanted to smoke. How did the finish go again? Fantastic. Um, oh, just good. The ridiculous display. It was a ridiculous display. Well, the first half was just ridiculous. It was a, probably the worst worst half of football of all time. Boring as hell, cold and rainy. Right? It was a bad. It was bad terrible. Half. Yeah. It warm up. Yeah. Third quarter was all right. Fourth quarter revved up, and, and the Seahawks end up winning it with 29 seconds left on a throw. And what made it amazing, I actually have video of this. I'm sure it'll be fun to play. It was his brother, who's Shane, by the way, paid for our whole trip. So thank you, Sugar Shane. And what a most he should have a reality show, mm. Sugar Shane. Folds. It's <laughs> unbelievable. You you both should be on the same. The Folds brothers should have like one of those Duck Dynasty style. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> What's his Twitter account like? It only gets interesting when the wine gets involved. Oh, yeah. There was another video that we can't play of that. Yeah. Um, what was I saying, though? Um, oh, yeah, because Shane had probably a, a, he, was, he stood to win about $1,000 if the Seahawks won yeah. and this guy caught a touchdown pass. And on the last drive of the game, this guy catches a touchdown pass. And the Seahawks and win. And the Seahawks win. So I got the video now of Shane Folds going nuts. <laughs> Okay, um, Christmas special today. We have, uh, we're getting in the holiday spirit. You're excited. For I'm so excited. He's coming. Guess who's coming? Yes, yes, yes. Santa Claus is coming here. Sorry. And... If he wakes up, he needs to be woken up. Yes, yeah, Santa sometimes he likes to sleep. You know, he's got he's got a big days job to do up, in right? a few days. Yeah, yeah. And Buddy the Elf is going to be here as well. We've got uh, as we do, and we're going to do every year for as long as we survive. Uh, we have a bunch of kids that have emailed or texted me questions that they have for either Santa or, or Buddy, Buddy the Elf. Yeah. So we're going to have Santa and Buddy on here. We're going to bring those questions to them. We're going to grill them. We're going to grill them big time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last time it was it was a great show last year. Anyway, last year was their first appearance. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had time. Oh, we also have uh, Dylan Sador of the Kamloops Blazers coming on for KLW on Blazers. It's the second segment of all time that we've had uh, the Blazers sponsor. We'll have Dylan on to talk about Christmas. And you guys got any standout traditions or Christmas memories? Uh, you know, being, um, being half Italian and my mother being full Italian, which makes me three-quarters Italian. Um, yeah, Christmas traditions for us is, uh, is centered around food. My mom always made lasagna and uh, noikis and, and all sorts of stuff. It was... What do you remember about the smell? It must be... or like. The well, if you to make proper lasagna, and Mike Pistachio, Pistachio will, will, Pistachio would yeah, will, will tell us all about this, it's, it's an ordeal. You have to cook the tomato sauce down for like eight hours. Uh, you and reduce then, it? Yeah, you reduce it down, and you, you actually uh, boi basically boil it down with um, pork and beef meat in the sauce. Mm. And it's, and it's kind of like, it's not the best, nicest cuts of meat, Yeah. but when you boil meat in tomato sauce for eight hours, at the end of the day, 
you open up the uh, the sauce and the sauce meat goes on the plate and it's like you just you eat it all. It's yeah. it's like so good. That's my one of my biggest memories. And my mom also made uh, potato donuts. And did uh, every you guys year. have a bunch of family over all the time, or did you guys have your own personal little family? <laughs> well, you're deep in the bowels of Lee's music. When we bought this building 20 years ago, we actually filled it. Uh, filled this downstairs area with uh, like 60 people. Really? Yeah, yeah. And that was like when we we just had a huge... Like in the hallways here in the, in the back area? No, this used to be an open oh. uh, hall, right? So uh, and we had all the tables and, and chairs and we had Christmas dinner here for like 60 people. Nice. Uh, and it was fantastic. That's excellent. What about the Foldsies? Growing up, well, a couple of things. You smell turkey, cranberry sauce, which I love. Mm. Elvis, Elvis Presley's Blue Christmas on 24-7 interspersed <laughs> with Little Dormer Boy by... Boney M, oh. the best version, best best song, and um, and then you know it, it gets to the point where you don't you don't it's not Christmas until one of the siblings or mum or dad get drunk enough that the tree falls over. <laughs> <laughs> did that actually happen? Oh, every year, <laughs> every year. Yeah. What did you guys have? Your like extended family over then, or did you mix up who made the dinners? No, it was just basically yeah, some aunts and uncles would come over, but no, we would always have dinner at, at home, and it would just be basically us, and then people neighbors would drop in for drinks yeah. and stuff like that, and. Uh, uh, so it was. Uh, it wasn't a tradition. Tradition like you know, like you know, really devout. Every year yeah. we have this thing. It was just whoever comes over. The doors always open. Lots of booze. Did lots you miss of food. those days? I mean, did you ever? Yeah, have, yeah, yeah. It was great. My brother, our oldest brother, made a little. He cut out this little thing. It's a martini glass, and he puts it on top of the tree every year. It was the drink that stole Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> because invariably it gets yeah, and the tree a little crazy. Down with oh yeah, glass. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. So later you're gonna do a reading. You've been ripping into me for this. And maybe rightfully so. Well, Tara Holmes, the Tara Holmes, you can probably hear her now as she's laughing up in Sahali. Yeah. She sent us a message, right? Yeah, she commented on our Facebook post. She's a lawyer, viewer, watcher, and she asked for Folds to do a reading. So every year from 2005, when I first got to Kamloops to become editor of the paper until last year, um, every Christmas edition, I would donate the space I write a column to run. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. It's probably the most famous editorial in the history of American journalism. And it's from 1896 when a young girl named Virginia O'Hanlon, might be related to uh, Halloran. Oh, Halloran. Um, <laughs> it's it's funny who becomes a character on the show, huh? <laughs> she had the grandson of... Yeah, she asked her dad if there's a Santa Claus, and he says, well, if you ask the editor of the New York Sun, and if he says it's so, it must be true, because the Sun was a well-respected newspaper, unlike some of the other papers that were yellow journalism. Anyway, she wrote him a letter. He responded. It became a huge, huge thing. Um, it's it's because uh, it's sort of like it's like sort of emotional and it's like Santa Claus is more of a belief and a thing rather than a person. But he's trying to tell her yes, he exists, but not in the way you think. Anyway, every year for 18 years, I ran that in the paper. Very popular. People always liked it. They always complimented us for running it. They always commented on it. Some even asked, "Are you going to run it again?" I said every single year. So since there's no newsprint newspaper this year, Tara Holmes asked if I would read it on the show. Yeah, and I was going to make a request if while he's, we'll do it at the end of the show. Can you just play Little Drummer Boy in the background? <laughs> by the greatest by Boney M. By Boney M. <laughs> That's the best one. As we hear from Johnny Cash has a good version too. It's on my Spotify actually. Written by David Hallinan's grandfather, I'm sure. Or grand, Probably. Grand, grand, grandmother. <laughs> O'Callaghan. O'Callaghan. <laughs> okay, um, what are we going to do next? Let's move on to, um, well, I was just going to say, maybe we'll ask Sand, what about... Does this remind you of someone who's no longer with you, Christmas, you know, with us, the Christmas season? Is there somebody that, you know, is, has departed that, that, that you wish were still, was still here? Anybody like that? For, for me? Yeah. 
Uh, you know, my um, we used to like like Chris said. You, do you miss that? Yeah, you know, I think that's uh, growing up. We we'd always go Christmas Day to Summerland, to my grandparents' place, and and spend that with them. And they're not here any longer, so I, I right. miss I miss that because they were the center cog of the wheel. Yeah, and brought the family together. So I don't see my cousins. We we, we my my dad had uh, five brothers and sisters, so there's a lot of cousins, and mm-hmm. and it's just gotten too big and I, I miss seeing uh, the, the whole fam damly you know it's, yeah there's a lot just there's a lot of people because one of the poignant moments I thought last year was when Santa was talking about the people who are missed like it's a sad time of year for them Christmas because there's people that are gone so we're thinking about mm-hmm. all those people out there that uh, are feeling that way and missing people and as there's well. churches in town at least one or two that run a blue Christmas service a couple times this month and it's for people to come and be with others and remember loved ones and, and talk to people just to feel better you're lonely you're, you're all alone in the city maybe you're new to the city blue Christmas service is very popular in town I think the Camelish United Church runs them Mm. Others might. It's, it's a very good thing. Yeah. I'm excited this year on a different note because my girlfriend's never had a Christmas. I think I might have mentioned that. This is her first ever Christmas. So yeah. we're going to go down to Vancouver. You know, there's a little Robson Street skating there. Skating. Yeah. She's never skated, I don't think, either. Oh, wow. So we'll try Look at and, you uh, go. Romantic. Get her, get her yeah. to do You're going to pop the question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. If you're a Hallmark movie, you would. Yeah. yeah. Ranch. We have to talk about Maca because they're like family to us. They, they are, yeah. I mean, you forget this, though. You s- said you're going to fork up for something, and we actually did. Yep. We've connected with them, and oh, yeah. Folds is meeting them tomorrow. They have a Kamloops delivery tomorrow on the 21st. So if you see this and you want to get some beautiful lamb, pork, the happiest, the happiest of animals. Absolutely. But they, we, they actually sing them Christmas carols, I, they, I heard. They do, and, and the yeah. animals sing back. They're trained, <laughs> sing they're trained back to sing. They're so like happy. Like Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> yeah. Fa-la-la-la-la, and then they're slaughtered. La-la-la-la. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. But we're getting lamb and chicken. Pork, isn't it? Well, you wanted, I thought you wanted chicken. Remember, you changed your order? I don't know. Okay, chicken. Yes, chicken. <sighs> and what, do you know what you would, would, would like? I, I know absolutely what I want. I want lamb pops. Lamb pops. Yeah, they're the uh, rib with a little bit of lamb meat on them, and you just barbecue those up like an appetizer. And ah, first you asked for Canadian bacon, and now you want lamb pops. Yeah, lamb pops. <laughs> Let's just stick to what they have, which is that six fifty per pound chicken. The birds are an average because you can have a chicken dinner instead of a Christmas yeah, right? turkey. Yeah, you can do that. And right now, Macaranch is on special for the birds are an average about four to six pounds. It's six fifty per pound. And more December specials, you save between 15 and 20 bucks on each special. It's better grass, mm. it's better soil, it's happier animals, no... Chemicals of any kind? No antibiotics, no hormones, no, no hormones steroids, no steroids, pesticides. Yep. You can find them, and they deliver to Kamloops, and they will tomorrow. So get your orders in. Find them on Macca Ranch on Facebook, Instagram, email them at info at macaranch.ca. Brand new website. Awesome. They deliver. Okay, before we get to our weekend, Bill, there's one video I was hoping to get to in a second. It's the basketball one, the Fulton Cup video. Fulton Cup video we'll get to in one second. Um, it, the tournament starts today. We talked about it last week. And I forgot last year, just to tee this tournament up, there was a buzzer beater to win yes, the Senior right. Boys Final. Do that's you remember right. that? Yes, I do. Yes. So I just want to remind people, get out there, support these high school students. It's junior boys and girls, senior boys and girls. Tournament ends Friday. They're giving away a car. A car. I heard about this. The car, right? A 2023 Ford Bronco. Wow. For a half-court shot on the Friday night, the senior girls' final is at 7.15, and there's, you can sign up throughout the week to take part in this competition. And can it's you make a half-court shot? I can make a half-court shot. It's uh-huh. at the TCC, right? All the games? 
Damn right. But it probably, I don't know exactly the parameters because there's going to be so many people lining up to take this shot. Can you imagine if you win a Ford Bronco? Yeah. Anyway, this is Ben Kulak, the game winner, a three-pointer to win for the Valley Vikings last year. got any high school memories like that <laughs> watching them yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah 83 abby panthers won the championship over agro agro pipers you were on the team staff no i was i was watching it but, oh, yeah. but when you were high school weren't you weren't you on the team staff for the football team no no catherine my wife was the manager of the basketball team at west side when she was oh she yeah. the wonders yeah the wonders yeah, <laughs> yeah. what a weekend oh. great weekend went to, went i don't to remember Seattle. much of yep. it you you were there though you were with us we, we Seattle. went to Seattle yeah 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 I know but Shane you know he, he's got that uh, that super shooter that he does and, and it, it knocked me out but in order to get there we had to go and he normally drives an Audi Audi yeah but we thought we want we want the ultimate comfort. vehicle in comfort and we want that space so we got into a Volkswagen oh it's great yeah we uh, we went down to the Valley View and we, we grabbed the uh, what was that one I liked? The one, the SUV? The SUVWs. Yes. They've got the Atlas, and they've got the Crossport, the 5-seater, the 7-seater. We all the way down the Coke, handled the weather like a charm, all the way to North Vancouver to pick up the boys. And the craziest thing is, every time we go there, I don't understand why you don't get it, <laughs> but the rates it. are so low. I was wandering around the... The whole time he's <laughs> mumbling, I can, the 4.99%. I understand, I understand. So we had to go, we went straight to the Pike Place Market, and we got a big fish in Seattle. And we just started... Smacked like, him in the Wake face. up, Fulzy. How come you can't understand macro, the rates, right? man? I just right. don't understand the rates. I just They're so low that I, my mind can't compute them, because it doesn't think it's re- real, right? It's not reality. He's dumbstruck. He's flummoxed. Yep. Bamboozled. Yep. And he's a numbers guy. Like, <laughs> Which I don't get. That's how low yeah. the rates are at Volkswagen yeah. right now. Yeah. Gords, and this is great news for you and us. Mm-hmm. I found out that you buy two. Because I thought this, I thought it was over. You yeah. said it was over. Really? It's not I over. thought it was over. Wait, wait I thought it was over. So, so you buy one, is is good. Good deals already. You buy two, you get two honey off. This is the Whirlpool, is the Maytag, the KitchenAid appliances, Mike. You buy two, you save two honey. You buy three, three honey. And that's on top of the Boxing Week blowout sale that's going on until January 3rd at Gord's Appliance and Mattress Center. Oh, so it's not one or the other, it's both. It's both. Okay. Oh, wow. They're benevolent. They always have been. Benevolent. Yeah. That, that's, that's the word I think of when I think of, of Gord's yeah. Maytag, too. Yeah. And I think of that when I think of McDonald's, too. Mm-hmm. They're always giving back to the community. They're always sponsoring local teams. Brandy Seacon. Yes. Yeah. I mean, look at all the soccer teams. You, Veronica, I'm sure, oh, must have yeah. played. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, CP yeah. Holiday Train with the food bank, that was all McDonald's hot chocolate. And they're always giving away, well, you have to pay for them, but the festive McCafe season, they're handing out mm. joy with their uh, peppermint hot chocolate and mochas. They're giving away joy. They're giving away joy <laughs> at a small price. And whiffy. <laughs> yeah. And, and whiffy, yes. Yeah. Amazing weekend, guys. Anything else you stands out to you about the weekend? Mm, no, no. Just, it was a good weekend, a good relaxing weekend in the rain. It was good. The holiday train was amazing. There's like 4,000 people down for that. You start, you're starting to remember now a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, yes, it was before we went down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Through. And also we should mention the um, Kamloops International Bantam Ice Hockey Tournament, the largest ever, took place on the weekend, the mm. finals, and in the girls' division, the local team won. Congratulations to them. Thompson Blazers, I think, they won the whole thing. So there you go. 
Awesome. Okay, let's move on now to, oh, we're going to bring in Santa right now. <gasps> He's coming! Santa. He's coming! And Buddy the Elf. <laughs> it's an Above the Folds. It's brought to you by McDonald's. Honestly, it's it's a lot better than I thought it would be. I mean, when I got here, there's no way I thought that you could like make a living off of like, working at McDonald's, but you can, and that's kind of like changed my whole outlook on what I want to do. Um, so yeah, I definitely can see myself staying at McDonald's because you know it's something that you can financially stay at, and I love it. So why not? <laughs> this was my last choice for a job. I I applied at different places before I applied here. And I am so glad I got the job here because there's nowhere else I could really see myself. I love McDonald's, I love everything about it. I love the energy, I love the people. Um, just a great environment to be in. It makes me happy. Um, I like making other people happy. Um, so yeah, eventually I'd like to be a GM and maybe uh, from there, move up from there. I don't know yet. I mean, kind of just going with the flow here. I still can't believe that they make time for us. Santa and Buddy the Elf. Ho, 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 we're Hello. happy to be here. Unbelievable yes. that you guys, you're so busy right now. So much to do, mm -hmm. the whole world to visit, yet you make time for KLW. What, what is it about this time of year that just, that you love so much, Santa? Well, everyone's in a great mood. Everyone's looking forward to Christmas and, uh, People are being extra kind, extra charitable. I. What more could you ask for? Yeah, buddy. What about you? Uh, this time of year? Yeah. Um, I find that this suit is way too warm in the summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's nice and cool. I would agree that the spirit of giving is wonderful. Mm -hmm. I enjoy that. The summertime, you must do a bit of rashing. Like with all the heat and the chafing, there must be yeah. must be a, a lot with that suit on. Uh, it can be a bit much, but uh, I just have to get it cleaned more often. I, yeah. Fair enough. Whereas I have a summer outfit. You do. Uh, yeah. I, well, you got to change up your wardrobe. What is it? I have red shorts and a red T-shirt. Okay. Sandals. Oh, Santa yeah. sandals. Santa sandals. Yeah. There you go. You should yeah, market sandals. those. Santals. Santals. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you are, this is probably your favorite day of the year, isn't it? I can't believe you guys are here. I have so many questions and uh, just just so much. And, and I want to thank you for the Challenger uh, spaceship I got in uh, 1985. I I love that so much. And, and uh, it's just uh, so great to have you here. Do you remember oh, every all of your deliveries? All of them? Mm. It comes back to me after a while, you know. But you must have smelled the the Italian fumes coming out of the chimney when you came in for that one. <laughs> My mom making spaghetti sauce, absolutely. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pork yeah fat but you never the, dump the uh, dip the oregano. cookies in the uh, tomato sauce that we left out. I, I don't understand, <laughs> but, uh, but it's but not his favorite. Okay. Uh, Rudolph liked the tomato sauce, though. Oh, oh yes, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. very go. much so. Oh, that probably gave him his red nose. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Where's the origin story of that? Where Santa <laughs> got into your dad's wine? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 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 And that's how he got his red nose. That, that's what I used to tell my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I have a red nose too, so there you go. <laughs> well, we have an exciting segment lined up because we have uh, asked kids from across across Kamloops and beyond to mm -hmm. submit questions for both of you. And we're gonna play these questions and, and see if you can provide answers for them as we go. 
We'll do the best we can. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. I think the first one here, Bill, if possible, we're going to go to Kaysen and Ainsley, if you have that one ready to go. Santa, have you ever crashed your sled? So they're asking Santa, have you ever crashed your sled? Oh, man, Santa. Santa has a real challenge with... Uh, with the RCMP, and yeah, he's, he's been pulled over for speeding a few times. Wow. <laughs> because you have to get to so many places, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I, I don't crash. That's, that would mean you're a bad driver. Santa does a pretty good job. Um, I have noticed that um, if we're not careful, if we give too many candy canes to the reindeer, they can get a little sloppy on uh, Christmas Eve. So. So now we have a, a special diet regimen because it's not just about Santa, it's about the reindeer too. And um, Okay. Yeah. So there you go, Casey and Ainsley. They've never crashed their sled, but they have some troubles with the RCMP. law enforcement here and there. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping that uh, the guy in Lytton wants to get onto the nice list here. So <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Okay, let's move on to the next one. I think mm. this one, we've got Audrey and Lena. Uh, a couple of just beautiful girls here, and they have questions for Santa. Hi Santa, I'm Lena, and I want to know what your favorite cookie is. Hi Santa, my name's Audrey, and I would like to know what your favorite ornament is. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all. And to all the good men. Hi <laughs> <laughs> <Are you> Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so there were two questions there. They were asking about your favorite cookie and your favorite ornament. Mm -hmm. Chocolate chip. Whoa, there you go, Classic. kids. Yeah. There you go, kids. Chocolate chip. Put Peanut butter close behind. Okay. Yeah, you bet. What about an ornament? An ornament. Oh. Well, I don't particularly have a favorite one. It's not really. But I always guy. think the star on top of the tree is pretty special. Uh, you got to have a good star. Yeah. Uh, what does the star what does the star mean to you? Well, the star is is uh, where Christmas started with uh, Jesus being born in Bethlehem and the star over the manger and that's uh, that's the true meaning true start of Christmas. So and that's the the three wise men were led to to baby Jesus through. And that's the biblical story. Yeah, right? that that happened that happened later, but uh, they were led to Jesus by the star. That by is correct. Star. That's right. Yep. What about you, buddy? Any any favorite cookies or when? Because Santa must not be able to eat everything, so you might have to pick up some of the pieces. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite part. Um, I like all the cookies, um, but there is a special. Canadian cookie that has maple, cr the maple cream cookie. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You dip that in some syrup. Like, you mix the syrup into the milk, get a frother. Oh, yeah. That's a good time. You right can there. tell how much you love those, buddy. <laughs> that's a diabetes in a glass, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about um, you. <laughs> and for ornaments, I actually just learned of the Christmas pickle this year. Christmas pickle? Never heard yeah, of that. Yeah, the Christmas pickle. So... What's so you, you get a, a pickle ornament, which I was just gifted my first pickle ornament, and um, you hide it on the tree, and the person who finds the Christmas pickle first gets to open a special gift that is 
designated for the Christmas pickle. Amazing. So that's my new favorite one because okay. I love gifts. I know about people who get pickled at Christmas. <laughs> maybe even maybe in Santa. Yes. Over here. <laughs> Interesting. That's a neat idea. So you put it deep in the tree so whoever yes. finds it first. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. All right, let's move on. We have another one. Oh, unless Mike had a comment there. No. No, you don't. I thought you were, I thought you were smiling and ready to say something. I guess not. You're just happy over there because Buddy's here. <laughs> Perry. This is Perry out in South Surrey with a question for Santa. Um, Santa, I'm wondering who your best friend is. She wants to know who your best friend is. My best friend. Hmm. Oh boy, that's that's a toss-up. Yeah, I, I I think I gotta go with Mrs. Claus, but Buddy and Rudolph are running close second and third. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You guys must have a special relationship, you two. What's your relationship like with Santa, Buddy? Um, well, I mean, if it wasn't for him, who knows what would have happened in that orphanage, right? Mm -hmm. I would have never possibly discovered my affinity for elf culture so much of who I am is based off of off of that so and um, and I just admire Santa's giving nature mm -hmm. um, so I, I just admire him for that reason do people well. ever give back to you Santa because you you must be you're, you're giving so much I mean what do you get out of all this I get great joy out of working with people and visiting and uh, and giving gifts i mean uh, what could be finer than that mm -hmm. it is in giving that you receive mm -hmm. it's a good lesson for all the kids out there yes wise words lee <laughs> <laughs> okay let's move on that was a great question perry we have ella oh ella she was all dolled up she couldn't wait to ask buddy a question oh Hi, my name is Ella, and I'm four years old, and my question is for Buddy, and do you and Jovi still sing together? Do you and Josie Merry still... Merry Christmas, Barry and Marty. <laughs> hey! Oh, I forgot about that part. Merry Christmas. Oh, Ella, that was awesome. Ella wanted to know, Buddy, do you and Josie still sing together? Um, actually, her, her name is pronounced Jovi. Oh, and Jovi. My goodness. Uh, well, that's we, Martin Marty's problem. We, just, oh, that's okay. I, I apologize. That's okay. So, um, we find great joy in singing together. Um, but Jovi still gets singing contracts, and she's still doing well in her career. And for some reason, they don't quite give me any contracts. So, we sing together alone but she has kind of a whole solo career that she's doing well with i don't know too much the story of buddy and jovi what what what's the relationship there with you two um well we met at uh, macy's okay the mall um and actually her singing was was a big deal um and in, in our first meeting because i had heard her radiant voice singing and so i had wandered into the ladies' washroom to hear her sing. And, and that was the first time we sang together, much to her surprise. Um, so I've since learned about etiquette and that you don't wander into women's washrooms. Um, so, yeah. But um, she, she actually had a great career with uh, the band or the group She and Him. I don't know if you've heard of that. No, yeah. I... Yeah, um, yeah and um, they actually have a Christmas album, which I quite love, and I have on vinyl. 
Well, there you go. There so, you go. See, yeah. Buddy the Elf is a vinyl guy. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's move on now. That was a great answer. That was a great question, too. I think we have another great question coming up. This one, this one's for Santa here. This is from Young Summer uh, with a question for Santa. Do you ever wonder anything about Santa? <laughs> She's asking about your gut. She said, why is your tummy fat? Tradition, if you, you have to eat all those cookies every time you deliver presents, uh, why would it not be fat is the question. You, you and, I, and I can't not eat the cookies because the kids leave them for me for special reason. And how would you feel if I didn't eat your cookies. I'd be devastated. Yeah, yeah be there hurt. you go. Yep, absolutely. Be devastated. So it's it's the price I pay for doing my job. You, you must put him through a regime, like an off-season regime, because he probably blows up to about 600 pounds after these deliveries. Oh, yeah. So he has kind of a month off of just pure rest. Um, <laughs> then we start into the exercise. But leading up to Christmas, we have to get him, we got to start stretching him out. So we start um, a food regimen to kind of re-stretch him back like out. A or bear, else... Like a bear fattening up for hibernation. Exactly. You got to get used to exactly. it. Exactly. Yes. So, because if he just, if he just went into that cookie bender completely dry, <laughs> yeah, like exactly. that would be a rough go. Exactly. It's <laughs> we have to, yeah, the, the medic unit up at the North Pole yeah, would be... Would be an urgent. Uh, He's got to get back into so. those red shorts. Yes, in time for mm -hmm. some of the summertime. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not too many people see the the summer Santa. But uh, he's he's much slimmer at that point. Is he during it's not the until fall that we start fattening him back up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but is he kind of? Is it a bit lazy of him during the deliveries? Does he actually get off the sleigh and go down, or does he just on the sleigh telling anyone <laughs> else what to do? No, no, he gets out. He gets out. Of course. Oh, definitely. Oh, he's got to get down and eat the cookies. you got to go down the chimney. Yeah. I've got to go down the chimney. Yeah. Are you climbing back out, or is there a rope system that they... It's... I just... It's kind of like magic. You just... And... If you study quantum mechanics, there's some answers in there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so he might understand that, not me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on. This is Blake. She's a Kamloopsian, and uh, Buddy or Santa, you can... Actually, we've already dealt with, that, with this question, but we'll, we'll let Blake ask it again. Okay. Hi, my name is Blake, and my question for Santa is, why do we have to put stars at the top of our trees? Why do we have to? It sounds like it's a chore. A or yeah. a chore. Or yeah. A party household is <laughs> mandatory. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, it must, must be mandatory at their house. Um, and uh, as I said, it's to to it. It started out as a tradition honoring that the star shone over the crib at at uh, Bethlehem when Jesus was born, and of course, uh, with the tree being the highest point in. In our living room, that's why we put the star up there. Anything, anything yeah. there, buddy? Um, well, just that the reason that Christmas is all about giving is because of Jesus was the original gift um, that was given to us, and so we carry on that tradition by giving to each other. And so it's it's again more about the giving than the receiving, and the star is the reminder right. of that. It's probably important so. to note that not everybody. Uh, is the Christian or believes that. And yep. for some people, it just mm -hmm. represents hope and joy. 
Exactly. Start. Yeah. Yes. That's it. In mm-hmm. the giving is the receiving. Yes. The giving man is the receiving. Said. Yes. Santi. All right, let's move on. This is Blake's sister. Her name is Tegan. She has a question for Santa. Hi, my name is Tegan. I'm eight years old, and my question for Santa is, how old are you? Oh, that's a good question. Ooh. Let's see, I had another birthday, didn't I? So yeah, yeah. That would make me 1,752? Yep. Wow. Did, yeah. I think you can check that out on the internet, too. <laughs> 1,752. Yeah. Yeah. And still going through these workout regimes. It's very mm-hmm. good. Hey, gets easier every year. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> it's almost, almost as old as the CFL. That's fantastic. That's a fantastic thing. <laughs> Giving is the gift of youth. You know, so as long as you're a, a, of a giving spirit, um, it, it keeps a person youthful. And, and it's actually in the need for more that often is, is why um, so many people age. And so that's why the elves and Santa can live for so long. So happy they just live so long. It's like the animals at Macca Ranch too, Mike. They're so happy. <laughs> Very well taken care of, those animals. They are. Hey, you know what? Yeah. The uh, reindeers, you guys might want to uh, visit Macca Ranch and uh, and check out uh, them because the reindeers might really uh, re- really do well there because it's a very Which happy ranch place. Is that? Macca Ranch. It's in yeah, Turtle Macca Valley. They, they yeah. sell the greatest oh, okay. beef and uh, lamb and some energy for your delivery is just mm. on their great, pure, clean just food. Fly right over. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yes, we're definitely... We had it's that not like the planet. Mustang Ranch or anything. No, it's no. not Mustang. Is your sleigh a Volkswagen by chance? Is it a Volkswagen made sleigh? It, it, uh, the, the, the blades are made by Volkswagen. I, yeah. I knew it. So I knew it. And Volks- and there's actually what what few know is is when we had that um, period of lower belief in Santa Claus, and we had to have that turbine on the back. That was actually made by Maytag. Uh, People know that, but that's, a, that's a Maytag brand. You found it at Gord's. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, they, they keep us. See, the beauty about Gord's is that it, they they don't just sell you stuff, they back it up. They, they you can call them anytime. I will, I'll just, I'll message Steve sometimes on Facebook and just be like, hey, I've got an issue. And, uh, and, and he knows those things back Back to front. I thought I had a major issue. He just said, "Turn the dial." No. And boom, magic. And, and I know good. that you guys put Blazers logos on your sleigh sometimes too. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, Santa can actually be seen in 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 civilian clothing sometimes at the Blazers games. He's got he's had seasons tickets for years. <laughs> and sometimes so. after a big night, a couple too many drinks, he has a McDonald's coffee. I, I've heard sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or sometimes. the next morning, because they've got that uh, McDonald's breakfast is is definitely a way to recharge for sure. <laughs> I don't know if Christmas has ever been this special. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next question here. This is from my little buddy Owen. He has a question for Santa. Okay, go. Can you make two Good. I'm moving out. You just asked, how do you make your reindeers fly? Oh, that's that's simple. They believe, and if they believe, then they can fly. If there's no Christmas belief around, well, we're we're just uh, dogging it uh, on on the snow, and and, and I, I wouldn't make the rounds. So we need the Christmas spirit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And to to make the reindeer fly. 
That's a great answer. You gotta believe. You gotta believe. Yeah. I believe. I also believe in Emmy and Lucy. And these are two amazing girls. I think they have about 78 questions in this one clip, so we'll see what we can get to. <laughs> it's uh, Emmy and Lucy with uh, a few questions right now. Santa, how old is Stella and Lola, your elves? And um, how old is you and Mrs. Claus? My name is Emmy and I'm eight years old and I... Wondering if the Bills are on the naughty list. If who's on the naughty list? So I'll take that one. That's a, a shot at me. The Buffalo Bills. They know that I like the Buffalo Bills uh, football team. And they're not, you're on the strike one, two, and three list for that question. <laughs> that's a lump of coal for you. But anyway, there's some other questions for you guys in there. I mean, yeah. I, you want to go ahead? It started out with how old are Stella and Stella Lola? And Lola. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, that's 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 our elves. That's that's your 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 question here, buddy. Yeah. Um, you never ask or give out a lady's age without permission. So that goes for Mrs. Claus as well as Stella and Lola. I would say that uh, Mrs. Claus is old enough to be wise and young enough to still be radiant. Oh, that's. Well, I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to be at least fifteen hundred, though. I mean, because she's. I, I don't, we're, I don't, we're just. We're just, we're just not we're, narrowing it down. Yeah, to okay. <laughs> and as uh, the other question uh, again, asking me how old I was, it was one thousand seven hundred and fifty-two last <clears throat> last <clears throat> birthday. Exactly. Yeah, he he actually started out as a as a monk, um, back in in the two hundreds, like twenty. 80 BC or whatever, mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. or AD, I mean. I didn't know about yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't that? either. So yeah. that, that later became <laughs> St. Nicholas. St. St. Nicholas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. See, he's even forgotten his own his history. He's oh. so old. Yeah. Well, to him, it's history, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's move on here. We have uh, Carlos, little Carlos. Hey, this one, I believe. Well, either one of you can take this question. Two. The elves come with you on your sleigh, Santa. <laughs> Do your elves come with you on your sleigh? Oh, the elves? No, no. the The elves have have to have to stay home, and they'll they'll be working right up to the eleventh hour, getting the sleigh packed and finishing off the toys. And mm -hmm. they actually get Christmas Eve off, oh. and they enjoy mm -hmm. that. They wouldn't want to go on now. Buddy comes with me to help out and sort presents and hand them to me as I head down the chimney. But uh, mm -hmm. do they ever get? And, and and he gets to herd the reindeer, you know. The other elves must get jealous of it then of you. Uh, no. no. The the magic of Christmas is that there is no jealousy. Right. We all have our part, and. Um, and so it's yeah. That's just me. I, I I just I don't have the same yeah. um, values. I guess I'm just uh, I'm not as good as the elves as far as I would be jealous. I think I'd be jealous. San Santa has a special relationship with every elf, and right. and that's that's the key there. I think. Okay. So, yeah. well, I mean, if I had to take the elves, and they'd, they'd want to get some of the cookies, and then right. you know, yeah. that's my night. You they'd bog us. <laughs> <laughs> <It's his night. laughs> All right, one more coming in here from 
Lucia, this one I think is for Santa. How do all the presents fit on the sleigh? Oh. Good question. How, how do all the presents fit on the sleigh? Oh, that's, that's, that's magic. I'm not an IT guy, but since they got, you know, into this quantum physics thing, and it's just, you keep putting it in, and you keep putting it in, and it just, the, the, the elves just, it's a magic sack, I'm telling you. It's unbelievable. And, right, buddy? Yeah, you had something yeah. to do with it. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's I. I mean, again, I don't understand it. It's quantum mechanics, but it's it's where, you know, an item can occupy the same space in different locations, and so the presents are both in Santa's sleigh and at the North Pole, which is also how we get those last-minute touch-ups taken care of, and so it's it's basically like part of the magic. But if you want to learn about the magic, you can. Research con quantum mechanics. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember making any deliveries to, to him when he was a kid by chance, Santa in Abbotsford? <sighs> the odd time, but he was usually on the naughty list. Eh, Chris? <laughs> yeah, I think I was. Gee, That's right. Was. Yes, I was. Yes. <laughs> if I recall, no, he wasn't. No, a few that. times I was. I was a I was a little brat sometimes there. So. Oh really? Uh, but I learned from that. It builds character to know that you know you want to go on the nice list, not the naughty list, because it's way better to be on the nice list, kids. Well, and the, you must yeah. have noticed the tree being on the ground a lot, because he said that there. <laughs> Be quite a bit of uh, you know partying going on, and the tree would always end up on the ground. Yeah, but I think in the morning though, he's always up, and I think Santa brought it back up because he mm -hmm. says he wants us to have a nice, clean Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, hmm. absolutely. I know we, we shouldn't go into his personal past. We can <laughs> no. be here a long time. No, although <laughs> it, it would make for a great show, but we'll move on. <laughs> okay, this one is a special one here. This is from all the way from East Vancouver, I believe, mm -hmm. the Vancouver area. This is Little Miles, and he has a couple of real nutcrackers here. <laughs> Can you make a nutcracker army? Can you make a nut? Can Santa make a nutcracker army? Yeah. And what yeah. would you do with it? With a castle, with um, a nutcracker thing, and a cannon. Okay. A cannon. <laughs> Mario asked Santa. Mm. So just to recap there from Miles, he's wondering if Santa, can you make a nutcracker army with some castles and have a nutcracker fight and a cannon? Well, that's, that's for the elves to set up, but they, they, they can make anything, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we see that one. I, I, I think that that actually makes perfect sense if you're at a large party. Um, You'd, you'd want to have a, an army of nutcrackers and then cannons to fire the nuts across the room to people that can't quite reach them, you know? That's logical. Logical. Yeah. Very yeah. logical. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. nutcracker army. Yeah. Mike, what do you think about that one? You, you got anything <laughs> to say there? <laughs> you, you know, I've always wanted a nutcracker army, but the cannon, I want to shoot uh, candy canes. Oh. I thought that'd be kind of fun. Uh, and you could use crushed candy cane powder as the gunpowder, I thought. Oh, you know, yeah. And, um, yeah. And, and being a half Italian, which makes me three quarters, uh, I really love chestnuts, too. So having a nutcracker army to crack chestnuts, although I'm not sure how that would work. But uh, I, think, I think milk chocolate chestnuts is what I want for Christmas Santa. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Special Salted delivery. chestnut with milk chocolate. Yeah, okay. as long as it's roasted on an open fire. 
Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, Miles, for that. We have, I think, three or four more questions here. This is from Miles' brother, his older brother, Cone. <laughs> I call him the Cone Zone, and he's got a question here <laughs> for Santa. Cool. Hi, Marty. Why does Santa go down the chimney? Bye, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Santa go down the chimney? Well, the reindeer, we, we always park on the roof with the reindeer, and uh, the chimney's in the natural place. It's typically, the tree is beside the fireplace, and... Uh, it's probably the most efficient route to go back and forth, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. What do you do, though? No not fumbling every, with not, keys. Or, nobody, not everybody has a chimney these days. So what do you, how do you kind of ad-lib there if you can't get into the chimney? Oh, <laughs> what, we, we make arrangements with the parents. Right. And, uh, yeah, so Santa has a magic key, key yeah. that, um, with permission key. from the parents, of course, um, we... <laughs> We, it works, yes, a skeleton key. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You ever go into the wrong room and, you know, accidentally wake, wake people up? And, you know, what, what happens then if you wake a kid up and you see one of the kids? We do the magic moonwalk out of the <laughs> Okay. It's like a <laughs> little sprinkle some, some fairy dust and, and, and tell them they're dreaming, and usually it seems to work. Oh, I think I had one of those dreams. <laughs> I just saw you. Okay, thanks, Cone Zone. Now we head up the hill to Aberdeen to Little Jackie Boy, Little Jackletons, with a question here. Um, Buddy the Elf, how do you make toys? Oh, that's a good question. Mm. How do you make toys? Well, we have a whole toy shop. Um, I would say teamwork is probably how I would define that. We all work together just like at... Uh, River Song Guitars, no guitar is made by just one hand. So many people come together to build them. In fact, River Song is kind of like our toy factory on, on, a, on a smaller scale. The musical equivalent of the North Pole Toy Factory. Yes, there you go. yes. So. I, I hope that everybody gets a uh, River Song guitar in their uh, stocking for Christmas. <laughs> I, it's, it's on my wish list. I actually have some River Song um, picks that I had gotten I many think it, years ago in my stocking, but I need a bigger a, stocking. Maybe a so ukulele might fit better there than in a stocking or something smaller than a... Yeah, absolutely. And we have six new styles to choose from. You do? <laughs> oh, nice. Of, of ukuleles. <laughs> of ukuleles, yes. Unbelievable. It's crazy. You're right on. Wow. Nice. There you go, Jackletons. <laughs> I'll see you soon, buddy. We have two more. This one is a relative of Folzy here. This is Little Haze all the way mm. from Langley. Hi, Santa. My name is Haze. And I'm six, and I live from Langley, and and I'm wondering how you got your elves. Oh, how did you get your elves? How did I get my elves? Well, they've been there from time memorial. I mean, when I came into existence, they were there. They were my helpers. Uh, they got you. They're, they're 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 just about as old as I am, or at least as old. Some of them. Yeah. What do you remember about the first time you encountered Santa here? Well, I'm I'm actually just a human, right? Right, you were. But but mix but up, yeah. legend around the um, around the North Pole is that Santa, back when he was just Saint Nick, uh, when he was the monk, 
he did everything he could to serve his community, but he had this grand vision of, of serving the whole world. He didn't want to, he wanted the magic of Christmas to be for everybody. Right. And so um, he just, he put the intention out there and, and that's when the elves started appearing. Amazing. And they just kind of came from faraway lands. They're, they're folklore from all different areas. It's a diverse so. population of elves. Oh, very way. much so. And I think, Hayes, there's an elf or two from Langley. So, oh, is there? Anything's possible. Yeah. That's right. Can we, can, can people become elves? Or, like, could I become an elf someday or no? It's too late for me. Hey, a little big. <laughs> too big, eh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on here. This is our last question. This is from Mars Bar. My friend Mari up in Aberdeen. This is Jack's sister, Mari. Dear Santa, how do you get all to the houses and how does your reindeer fly? And how do you get to all of the houses and camps in other cities? And I know you eat cookies and milk. What else do you eat, Santa? So she's wondering, how do you get to so many houses, basically? Um, and also, what else do you like other than milk and cookies? Okay, well, how do we get to so many houses? Well, that involves knowing about time zones and the international dateline. So we start out on one side of the international dateline, which is actually, I think, 22 hours ahead of us. And then we start going around the world clockwise following the time zone. So I actually get, it's a longer night than, than people realize because I, I start out at 8 o'clock on the eastern end of Russia. And, uh, and then you work around the time zones and you get to Europe and you get to, and then you cross the Atlantic. So, yeah, it's... I'm on the sleigh for just about 48 hours when you t take it. Right. It's Which almost like two like days. Because you see everything. You've been everywhere. I mean, what, what's your favorite kind of weather climate? Well, it's, yeah, it's, it, it gets a little warm down in Australia, but mm. uh, the, the, the rest of the northern hemisphere is just like the North Pole. Because so. Russia's got to be a cold start for you. You're starting in Russia. That's a, yeah. that's a brisk start to the morning. Hey, buddy? Yeah, that's, that's, oh, yeah. that's the coldest, yeah. for sure. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> All right, we've exhausted our questions from the kids. Uh, unless Mike has any more questions for... There was another question to that, wasn't there? Oh, was there? Well, she said... Oh, yeah, outside of milk and cookies. Yeah, what do you eat? else do you eat other than cookies? And milk. Yes. Well, I don't know. Buddy's into a lot of bad stuff, not health food or anything. Like he's syrup and candy canes and stuff. On spaghetti. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're getting your carbs there. That's true. Yeah. Santa. Well, there's times of the year where I really appreciate salad because it's healthy, healthy living. You know. I don't think a lot of people probably leaving out a nice, you know, garden or Caesar salad for you. No, no, not not that night. That's the night to splurge. But yeah, it's a cheap night. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's cheat night. Well, 
thank you again. I know you guys probably have to go here. You, you probably have to jet pretty quick, right? I'm sure you're busy. Oh, very you much bet. so, yes. Yeah, what's yeah. the plan for the day here? What, what, where's, what's next? Uh, I'm headed over to the Vernon Hamlets to spread some cheer to the folks there. They need it. Yeah, Vernon. yeah. Um, and, and I think I'm booked for... Elf Ginger does all my bookings, and yeah. s sometimes she works me pretty hard. But Well, I know you, you actually, we talked about this last year a little bit, but sometimes you go and visit people who are um, maybe not feeling so good at Christmas time because they might have lost somebody, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, what do, you, what do you have to say to those people who maybe aren't, aren't feeling as happy this time of year? Well, um, lots of times there's not that much that you can do for them, but just try to cheer them up and, uh, and uh, you know, ask them to think about the memories of the person that they lost, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we see um, if, like, giving is the antidote to loneliness. And so sometimes um, even elves like myself will kind of get in my head and start thinking about maybe what I don't have and we seem to think that if we could get more, then that would satisfy us. But actually, when we go and think about others, then we don't think about that anymore. And that's literally where the, mm -hmm. where the um, magic of Christmas comes from. And, and, and the magic of Christmas, as you mentioned earlier, it's not just a Christian thing. If you look at all religions, all beliefs, and, and what all people celebrate, even people who aren't religious, it's it's about giving, and and that's that's the center point of it all. Right. And so, um, it, we you know we go to nursing homes. This afternoon, I'm going to be going to the community living program, um, which is developmentally delayed adults and such. Um, but there's also like single parent homes, and so many people. There's what it is 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 not something like an epidemic that we need to be sad about it's actually something to be excited about is that there's so many opportunities for every person to participate in the magic of christmas and so awesome the yeah. receiving is in the giving yes there you go there you are well mm -hmm. we feel blessed today with the gift that you guys have given us just by being here so thank you so much again for stopping mm -hmm. by appreciate it no problem thank you yeah. Gourds, Appliance and Mattress Center T-Swift Trivia, featuring Reese Wilson. Question number one. This is Taylor Swift Trivia, by the way. What was the first surprise song to be repeated on the Eras Tour, was it? A, or you want to try without me giving you the... No, I'm going to need those. Uh... Okay. <laughs> A, Gorgeous. B, When Emma Falls in Love. Or C, Clean. It has to be, oh, frick. Okay, we'll give you a second here. We're gonna be talking about the Boxing Week blowout sale. It's on now until when it gourds? It is on until the 3rd of January the this year. 3rd of January, look at some of those prices we're talking about. That's $31.99 regularly, blowing it out at $18.99. I'm not confident with my answer, but I know it's not when Emma falls in love, so I'm gonna go with clean. But it, I, you are correct. Yes, that's one my, for one. one of my favorite Taylor songs. KLW on the Blazers, the W on the Bees. 
How do you like that video? Yeah, it's pretty neat. Not bad? Yeah. Dylan Sador, the Kamloops Blazers, graduating season, a Kamloops guy. How you doing, Dylan? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah. Let's talk about the year. It's been a, been a tough, hockey-wise, it's been a tougher year. How do you go about dealing with these seasons where um, you're losing more than you're, than you're winning? Yeah, you know, it's tough. Um, you know, ever since I've been in Kamloops, we've been on a winning team. Uh, we won lots of games, and I think uh, we've lost more this year than we have all last year. I think I saw that somewhere, but, um, you know, the locker room's still a great place to go, but I think for the playing aspect, it's, uh, you know, you got to have confidence. And, you know, realize that, you know, those small victories that you had the year before and stuff like that, you can uh, carry on over to this year. Um, so, you know, nobody in the locker room's, you know, giving up or anything. We're, uh, you know, we're going into every game thinking we can win. Um, we've been really close a lot of times, but uh, we got to find a way to, you know, get some more wins here. You're a neat story because you know, nothing's been given to you, despite, you know, who your father was and, and, and is. Uh, you're undrafted. Right, undrafted player, listed guy who came came on to the team, and now you're 25 points in 29 games in your overage season. So, how would you kind of describe your your story in the Western Hockey League? Yeah, it's definitely been crazy. I got a little brother; it's his draft year coming up, and he's pretty worried about uh, you know getting drafted or if he should go academy next year. You know what that's all about. But um, you know, I just keep telling him you know, I didn't take that route. Uh, it was kind of weird. Obviously, we had COVID and stuff like that. But you know, when I was 17, I thought I could have been done hockey, and then. Uh, got the chance to play in Merritt for the COVID year, only played seven games, but it was a uh, good exposure to that kind of junior hockey. And, um, you know, next thing you know, everyone's kind of going in their isolation and I got a call from uh, the GM of the Blazers to uh, go AP. So um, obviously it's always been a dream of mine. You know, my dad played in Kamloops, so I wanted to keep that going. But uh, yeah, I mean, ever since, I haven't really looked back. Um, you know, I thought I belonged on the team. Uh, the coaching staff and the players have all been super welcoming and um, yeah, being you know 20 years old, it's, it's kind of crazy because you're you're old in the league. But uh, you know, it's it's I'm just trying to enjoy it. It's my last year, so yeah. just going out there having fun and you know playing how I can play and taking on a leadership role. Actually, one of my students, Eagle Anderson from TRU, he interviewed you um, about being a hometown player and some of the how it's great but can also kind of be a bit dangerous you maybe get lulled into relaxation you're getting mom's home-cooked dinners Hazer actually said that he's like it could be good and bad so how do you kind of avoid getting too in your own you know hometown bubble being a hometown guy yeah I think for me it's it hasn't been too bad um, it definitely could be I got you know lots of friends um, from Kamloops and you know obviously they have their own lives but for the most part you know the guys I hang out with are the guys I played hockey with growing up since I've been in Kamloops. So, you know, when, when they leave for their teams in the, you know, when the season starts, I have, you know, my teammates coming here. So it's really just kind of groups and, uh, you know, I hang out with my team or I hang out with anybody else. So it's, it's you know, it's good to stay focused. And I think you take some of them to Jacob's Noodle and Cutlet. Yeah. Oh, it's a good place. They're not That's even a sponsor, place. but yeah. I'll give you a chance to, to plug here. What is it yeah. about the Cutlet that you like? I mean, the guys love it. Yeah, it's a little hole in the wall. Not a lot of people know about it, but, uh, you know, we go there all the time. And, yeah, if they want to sponsor us, we'd love that. <laughs> there you go. Fourth so, Avenue, baby. It's a good, great place. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You mentioned, we mentioned the difficulty this year and the stark difference it was from the last three years when BC Division champions for many, many years. And you mentioned, you know, going through it and you're trying to stay positive what's the goal for the second half of the season not only for the for, for, for the team obviously is to win and finish finish hard but for yourself within the final few months of your junior hockey career yeah I mean it's tough I gotta do some thinking but um you know I just want to help the team out any way I can um you know obviously I want to help them win I want to score lots of goals I want to you know set up my line of mates but uh yeah I 
you know, we want to make a playoff spot and we got to make a huge push for that. Yep. Um, you know, looking at the standings now, it's it's not ideal where we want to be, but, um, you know, with the group of guys, I know, and then with that, uh, you know, winning that game in Moose Shot and the yes. road trip, I think it's huge for us. Yep. Um, you know, Hazer talked about it, but, you know, having that confidence um, going into break and then, you know, coming back and realizing what it kind of takes to, to win, um, I think it's really good for a young group and, you know, the group that we have in the, the Blazers locker room. So, um, it's just going to take a lot of hard work, and you know we got to push that playoffs. You guys got to go back to 2019, watch some highlights of the St. Louis Blues. They were in last place, 32nd overall in the NHL in January, and they won the cup that year. Look at that! It's there crazy. It's How what? Uh, Cluey left. Sean Cluston, your head coach, left your team. How does that change the dynamic? You know, because you you go on a road trip and you're all of a sudden without your main voice in the room, and obviously Hayes is a you know a legend. But how does it kind of change the dynamics of things when Cluey left? Yeah, you know, it's definitely different. Uh, you know, he's been our coach every day for the last couple of years for me, the last four. So I'm um, not having him there is, yeah, it's a little different. But, you know, Hazer and Murr did a really good job, um, especially Hazer, very experienced coach and knows how to win. So, um, you know, the game plan stayed the same and, you know, the, all the points they touched on were the same. So, you know, they, they work really well together and it wasn't too bad of a uh, transition. Who's at Rhonda? Oh, Who's that Rhonda, Rhonda Ward? Yeah, who's that Rhonda? I hear she's, she, she just lights up when she talks about you. Who's that who's Rhonda? So that's my mom's sister, and she, she loves the Blazers. Not a huge hockey fan, but, um, you know, I guess when my dad was playing and, you know, my mom and her would go to the games uh, in Memorial, so oh, yeah. ways back. But, uh, you know, they never went to watch the hockey, but they had a fun time, and um, it's kind of the same thing now. They've gotten a little bit more into it just because, you know, one of, one of her uh, little cousins is playing, uh, you know, for the Blazers, so... Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, they just come to the game and they just yell as loud as they can, really. So. It'd be sad for them, actually, when, you're, when you graduate. Hopefully your young, younger brother maybe gets drafted here and they can yeah. give, give him five more years or, yeah. of, of joy. Yeah, seriously, yeah, that'd, be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, well, I kind of switched gears. I just want to talk to you a bit about Christmas. And um, any, You got more hockey questions for him? No, no, go ahead. Yeah. Any traditions, family traditions? Yeah, I think we've always you know, lived somewhere pretty cold. So I think growing up... Uh, well, besides Dallas and stuff like that, but in Minnesota, we always uh, go skating as a family. It's kind of the only time we have together to really do that kind of stuff, just with you know the hockey schedule and uh, you know how busy it is. So yeah. we're going up to Sun Peaks, uh, you know, this winter, and there's a nice rink out there. My dad rented the ice, of course. So, nice. Yeah, we're gonna go out there and skate with a bunch of our family. Well, what was it like growing up? I mean, I guess the NHL is good because it's the NHL the, breaks the, for Christmas. The one league yeah. that gives families time. They take three or four days off, which is great. There's no games on Christmas. So your yeah. dad would have been home for for those. Yeah, yeah. So he's you know obviously really busy when he played. I don't remember it tons just because I was so young. Yeah. But um, even when he was coaching, uh, kind of yeah. the same deal. But you know we get those couple days whether it's two, three, or four days. Um, just spend as much family time as we can. So. Yeah. Okay. We actually have a question from a young fan here. This uh, he's a huge Blazers fan. This is little Mason, and he's got a question for you. Perfect. Hi, my name is Mason, and. And I'm eight years old. My question is for Dylan Sador. Would you rather have the world's best stick or the world's best skates? Second question. What, what do you eat, bef eat or drink before games? Great question. Some, some tough ones there. Yeah, would, yeah, do you want to take one of those first? Or? Yeah, I'll take the uh, would you rather. That's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I'd take the world's best skates i think so just you know be the fastest guy on the ice would be awesome but 
yeah. know, the comfort too. Because then you could get to the spots like yeah. you, with the exactly. stick. Yeah. Yeah. You with the stick, that. you can't get there without the skates, right? Yeah, so, right. Yeah. yeah. What what skate do you have? A um, what what kind of skates do you have? Uh, I don't really know, honestly. I just get the new ones. They're CCM. So CCM, like Toledo. The Blazers Toledo just hooks yeah, you up. Yeah, Toledo hooks me up. So, yeah, I've been loving them. I don't know. I'm not a, I know a lot of guys are pretty, you know, uptight on skates and stuff and yeah. how they want their blades, but uh, I, I know nothing about my, my skates or blades. <laughs> or so, what, so what kind of stick? Do you, really? Do you, have, you don't have a favorite stick? I use a Trigger 8. Um, okay. I, I tested out last year whether I wanted uh, triggers or the um like fd6 and stuff like that it, what brand but is that that's just ccm that's a ccm yeah okay yeah so but uh yeah it's kind of funny there's a lot of guys that know tons like uh zelly yeah is that like just knew loads about sticks and skates and what he wanted so yeah um but i know nothing you asked me like <laughs> curve of my stick i couldn't tell you. don't know so, eh? yeah do you generally like a bigger curve though or like a flatter i think i like a flatter one yeah, yeah if i'm the bigger ones uh can't really shoot low not that i do much but yeah uh, i try to but um yeah, so I like a you know less of a curve. But. What what's your your best moment to date um, with the Blazers? Is the one that stands out? I think about that because I think the game didn't end. Well, I'll let you answer the question, but I, I think about uh, um, you scored against Seattle. I think it was. Yeah. Remember that goal yeah, at home? Definitely. It was like I couldn't even hear in the in the rink. Souchin trying to dig it free. Finney trying to stick with him. They both go down. Blazers free up the puck. Sador has it. Sador holds. Wait, shoot! a shot, then rips it, gloves side on Millich, and the Blazers have scored on their fifth shot on goal here in game number six. Yeah, it was, uh, that was the game, yeah, it was playoffs, and I was in, uh, I had a thing wrong with my, uh, it was like my pelvic bone is maybe fractured or something like you that. You were ba so. barely going to play that game. Yeah, so I ended up having my uh, pregame nap in a CT scan, like one of those big tubes or whatever, so I was you know, there for a couple hours, maybe two hours, fell asleep. So you had your pregame nap in the in CT scan. <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of crazy. And then from there, I went home, I uh, ate my pregame meal. My pregame meal is, was it chicken, rice, but brown rice? Because I heard the white rice isn't good for you. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then broccoli. So yeah. a nice glass of water nice. for the kid asking. But um, yeah, so that was pretty crazy. I was pretty tired, but, you know, knowing that it could have been you know, our last game of the season. I didn't want to yeah. miss out on that. Well, so. I remember talking, I think I interviewed Cluey after the game and asked him about you, and he, he kind of alluded, didn't want to say exactly what it was, of course, because you don't say that, but yeah. that you were playing through something pretty serious, so now we know what, now we know what it was. That's yeah. So, um, But anyway, do you want to answer the question instead of me answering it for you with your favorite memory? Oh, yeah. Um, I prob It's tough. There's been a lot. It's been a lot of fun, but uh, I think the Memorial Cup, yeah. you know, scoring the Memorial Cup, and then uh, I ended up getting the puck, too. It's kind of just crazy because, you know, my dad played in that tournament. That's, you know, a tournament everybody wants to play in. So getting a goal at home, you know, wearing the Kamloops B is, is pretty cool. Was that, who, did you score against the... the um, Pete's. Pete's, yeah. yeah. Almost everybody did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that was a fun one. Uh, fun yeah. Okay. Um, that was anything else I was going to ask you? No, I was going to ask you a question. Um, y your father's legendary hockey player, Daryl Sador. Uh, I watched him when growing up. Um, actually, my... Your, your mom's name is Charlene? Yeah. My, my wife, 
how old I am. She worked with your mom at Earl's back oh, in the really? 90s. That's right. That's right. Everybody yes. works at Earl's. <laughs> yes, I swear I, they were both heard. hostesses back then, yeah. I think. So, uh, but I was going to ask, what, 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 I mean, it, there's a double-edged sword to having a, 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 one of the best defensemen of all time as a father, I think, because, you know, it's like when you're coaching your own kid, you either can be too hard or too soft, but what's the, what's the stuff that you ask him about even now, and what kind, of, what kind of advice does he give you, or does he, like, let you just figure it out yourself? Yeah, it's pretty funny, actually, because, uh, you know, my dad, you know, he, he's obviously a winner. Uh, he just wants to win. Mm -hmm. So, you know, after games, I'll be on the bus ride home, and he'll just be, my phone will be blowing up <laughs> yeah. uh, with texts and with a couple of videos of what I should have done there. Here. But uh, my mom isn't a huge fan of it. No. Nope. You, you know, just leave him alone for a bit and mm -hmm. just finish the game. But, uh, no, he's done a really good job at it. Um, he's definitely, he's not hard at all. Mm -hmm. Like, he won't, you know, rip into me or anything like that. But he, he teaches me tons, you know, some things I wouldn't even think about. Yeah. He, you know, tells me little tips and tricks, and um, it helps out a ton. And then, you know, if, if we're on, like, a losing streak, I kind of, you know, just ask him for some advice or some help on what I can do here. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, gives me a couple things to focus on and really kind of, I guess, simplifies the game. Yeah. And uh, it works really well. So. And he's been, he's a coach, too. Right? Yeah, he exactly. He's coaching the NHL, so. and he's probably coaching the future, so he's yeah. got that, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, anything else you wanted to add, Dylan? No, I think that was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I'll, I'll see one more thing, actually. I, I had a lot of respect for you. I asked you about, um, well, because you, you kind of were in the shadow almost, even though you're a Kamloops guy, of Logan Stanko, because he got all the, all the headlines and all the media, right? And I think I asked you something one time about, you know, does that does that ever get to you or anything? Like not one bit. And you you're very genuinely saying like, he can be he can be Kid Kamloops and I'll I'll do my role. But I think you've kind of worked your way into into um, Camp Blazers lore as well. I think especially with that playoff run that you had, playing through injury and stuff like that, and, and being a humble guy. So congratulations on on that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Enjoy the holiday. Thank Appreciate you very much. It. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Volkswagen. We're about to do a reading here, a special reading, our first ever, but any thoughts on the show, Mike, from you so far? My favorite, uh, favorite show of the year, uh, I think Santa Claus and I designed a new chocolate, which is uh, uh, salted chestnuts with thin layer of milk chocolate, oh. so I'm really excited about that. I think that's going to be a winner. And we don't even have to really thank our sponsors because we had the ultimate that's right and, and you know what else they also just helped on their way out they're, they're so great they helped me in the factory a little bit and, and uh, sending out some guitars and they're fa buddies fast imagine the, how much yeah. you could sell a guitar that was made by Santa for right a River Song special the Santa line of River Song guitars <sighs> yeah amazing that could be there really go. good yeah. But I do actually want to thank our sponsors one more time. It's the, for the year. We're, we're not going to be on until the new year, right? This will be our last show of 2020 because we're not here next week. Well, I'm here. You're out of town. I, I'm here. Well. Like, like, does the show have to center around you, really? You guys want to do the show? I'm out of town. <laughs> you guys go ahead. You guys go ahead. We are lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can do it. <laughs> weird hand motions. No, I want to thank our sponsors because we wouldn't be around if it wasn't for them. So mm -hmm. Volkswagen and Kamloops, Terry, low, 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 rates low. We thank you so much. you got a free commercial coming up just for being a great guy and for helping us so much uh, this year. Gord Stevens, Steve Rogers at Gord's Appliance and Mattress Center, 948 Trunk Hill Road of the North Shore. Mm -hmm. We can't do our show without them. Brandy Seacon at McDonald's. I mean, ba -ba 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 -ba. they've been with us. Almost from day, like for almost since day one, for yeah. almost probably two years now, close. Amazing. So we thank we thank them so much. Maca Ranch, 
we're picking up our food tomorrow, December 21st at the airport, the, the Johnsons out there in Turtle Valley. Thank you for coming on board and also to, to the Camelot's Blazers for coming on to support um, KLW on the Blazers, which we just had today. So thanks again to them. Now, we wanted to finish on kind of a festive note and have Christopher Reed <coughs> at the request of Tara Holmes. I think what I'm going to do is adjust the camera angle and we'll just move it in straight on for a cry cam of Chris reading. You okay with that? Absolutely. Whatever, yeah. So uh, Tara Holmes wanted me to read this because every year, unbeknownst to you, I ran this for 18 straight years. You had no clue. On the page eight, donate the column space to this, and it's called... um, Can we get Drummer Boy going before, though? Actually, can you get this here? Get this in there. (laughs) Show this, show this. Show this. Okay, so zoom in. I knew we had it in the paper. Can you zoom in on that? So this was last year's newspaper. Hold on. Yeah. Looks like me on Christmas night. Can't see straight. <laughs> so there you go. So see that? See, this is the opinion page right here. That's where my column normally goes, and the letters are over there. So this is every year since I got here in 05, I ran this great editorial called Yes, Virginia, There is a Santa Claus on this page because it's... Uh, it's festive and uh, and uh, and it, and, it, and it works and, and people want a light read at Christmas time. We ran all the Christmas drawings and the stories and so Tara Holmes, who was a great friend of the show, she misses that. She misses the paper. She yeah. misses that part of the paper. So she asked if I would read it out. Yeah, and I think that you should do that right now. We just have some beautiful musical backing coming in right now from Showmaster Magic Mike Miltonors. Here, it is. dear editor, I'm eight years old. Some of my little friends say there's no Santa Claus. Papa says if you see it in the sun, it is so newspapers. Please tell me the truth. Is there a Santa Claus? And here's what the editor replied. Editor Francis P. Church. Um, 1897, not 96. Virginia, your little friends are wrong. They have been affected by the skepticism of a skeptical age. They do not believe except what they see. They think that nothing can be which is not comprehensible by their little minds. Kind of sounds like Trump. All minds, Virginia, whether they be men's or children's, are little. In this great universe of ours, man is a mere insect, an ant in his intellect, as compared with the boundless world about him, as measured by the intelligent, capable of grasping the whole of truth and knowledge. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. He exists as certainly as love and generosity and devotion exist, and you know that they abound and give to our life its highest beauty and joy. Alas, how dreary would the world be if there was no Santa Claus? It would be as dreary as if there were no Virginias. There would be no childlike faith then, no poetry, no romance to make tolerable this existence. We should have no enjoyment except in sense and sight. The eternal light with which childhood fills the world would be extinguished. Not believe in Santa Claus, you might as well not even believe in fairies. You might get your papa to hire a man to watch all the chimneys on Christmas Eve to catch Santa Claus. But even if they did not see Santa Claus coming down that chimney, what would that prove? Nobody sees Santa Claus, but that is no sign that there is no Santa Claus. The most real thing in the world are those that neither children nor men can see. Did you ever see fairies dancing on the lawn? Of course not, but that's not proof that they're not there. Nobody can conceive or imagine all the wonders that are unseen and unseeable in the world. 
You tear apart the baby's rattle and see what makes the noise inside, but there is a veil covering the unseen world which not the strongest man or even the united strength of all the strongest men that ever lived could tear apart. Only faith, fancy, poetry, love, romance can push aside that curtain and view and picture the supernatural beauty and glory beyond. Is it all real? Ah, Virginia, in all this world there is nothing else as real and as abiding. No Santa Claus? Thank God he lives forever. A thousand years from now, maybe ten times one thousand, ten thousand years from now, he will continue to make glad the hearts of children. Francis P. Church. That's a beautiful thing. It's about faith. It's about faith. It's leaving. Absolutely. There you go. There you have it. There you have it. All the kids out there watching, wondering. There is a Santa Claus. There is a Santa Claus. You saw him here today. Absolutely. <laughs> I believe in, in Santa Claus. I believe in, in Bill, in Magic Mike Miltimore, in Christopher Folds. And uh, I believe in all of our lovely subscribers and followers. And I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and you and Bill, you and all of our listeners and viewers. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas too as we sign off right now for Christopher Folds, for Magic Mike and for Bill. I'm Marty and we'll see you next year. Wee.